Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% this is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Youth Sports Show on 1250 AM. The Fan, thanks for joining us. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking youth baseball. And when you go outside and you look outside, you think, you got to be kidding, McGivern. What are you talking youth baseball for? Well, you know what? Spring's coming. Trust me, it's going to come, and people are going to be out throwing the ball sooner than you know. And we're joined today by the president of the Wisconsin Baseball Association. He is Brad Hennis. Brad, how are you? Doing great, Mike. How are you? Good. Hey, thanks a lot for coming on. You're kind of a veteran on this show, aren't you? I am now, yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. The, the last time, you didn't want any part of me, man. You wanted no part of me, but we got you on for an hour to talk a little Waukesha South youth basketball, and now uh, now you're talking youth baseball. You you uh, you have your hand in a few of the youth sports uh, in the Waukesha and throughout the state, and can we talk a little bit about what the Wisconsin Baseball Association, what that is? Sure. So that's uh, it's a league for southeastern Wisconsin here. Uh, we started up about five years ago. Uh, the general purpose of why we started in the beginning was um, to give another option for um, kind of we kind of were catering to the higher end travel baseball teams that were looking to get games during the week. Uh, that's kind of how we started out. Um, only about 30 to 40 teams. And as we grew and, um, you know, people liked the product we were putting out there and the teams liked the setup, um, we've kind of now we're up to about 150 to 175 teams now, uh, five years later. So. Man, did you, when you started, when you were part of starting this, did you ever think that you'd be up to that many teams that quickly? No, no, we weren't, we weren't really even looking to do that. You know, we're just, you know, basically, um, you know, one of the guys that's going to be on later, they, uh, they came to us and said, hey, would you guys, you know, consider starting a league we're like you know we never really thought about it but uh yeah why not you know give another option for teams and we wanted to keep it kind of small and so it's manageable and you know as you go through stuff though it it just starts blowing up and you know as the word of mouth goes around you know we don't do any advertising we don't go searching for teams teams just find us and like hey can we join your league it's like well sure (laughs) but hey brad if you were going to do some advertising you'd go through me right Oh, sure, of course. Uh, yeah, okay, good. I just want to have, I'm going to keep that clip because if I hear you uh, on some other station, I'm going to find you. No, I'm just kidding. You do what you think is right for you. Hey, um, we, we, at 9.30, we're going to talk to Max, and he's from Hitters. And at 9.45, Joey Spence is going to join us. And, and Joey, I've, I've done a little bit of, of watching some of the stuff that he does. Boy, that's one heck of a baseball player, this kid. Yeah. He's going to well. He's committed to go to Notre Dame, but there's a chance that that uh, he he might uh, he might go in the draft someplace where he thinks maybe I'll. Yeah, he might I'll, not I'll even take, make it to Notre Dame. Might not make it to Notre Dame, and we'll we'll talk at 9:30 again. Uh, Max from Hitters uh, is going to join us, and then Joey Spence will will join us as well. Hey Brad, when when COVID hit, I don't know what happened last year. Did you guys get to play much baseball at all? Yeah, we actually got almost a full season, and um, you know when it, when stuff was starting to go down in in like March, when they were starting to shut everything down, we kind of followed suit with everybody, and because uh, we, we were supposed to start our season in uh, April first, and 
we just kind of shut everything down for that entire month of April. And as as the month was going along and you were hearing more and more about, um, you know, they were opening up more and more things for the summertime, we decided that, you know, starting in May, we were going to we were gonna give it a try. You know, we talked with all the teams in our league. Um, we got input from them on what kind of safety protocols they'd like to do. Um, we had a completely different set of rules um, as far as, like, we, we had umpires behind the pitcher instead of behind the plate. And um, we kept we kept fan seating to just the outfield areas, not by the benches. And we kept the benches. We, we like, extended the benches. Um, we had teams use their own baseball. So there's, there's a bunch of different things that we had to um, kind of put in place, you know, with the team's inputs. And it went really, really well and better than we ever thought it was going to be. And we actually ended up getting probably – almost a full season in, I would say definitely three quarters of a season we were able to get in. Boy, that, you know what, that's really encouraging then for, for uh, 2021. You got to feel pretty I, good about if you guys figured it out last year. Right. Um, you know, you, you have the template down. Um, so yep. if, if, if when you guys start playing again, you're ready to go because you know exactly what you can do. And if we can get back to, to a little bit more like it was a year prior you know, 2019, that, that would be great. But if not, you guys are ready to go with how you did it last year. Yeah, that's kind of the, the good feeling we had about this year is that, you know, if, if we're able to start normal and just play normal, great. Um, but if not, we, we just kick in our rules we had last year and should just be able to transition seamlessly. Hey, let's talk a little bit about um, things that are, are open to, you, know, you guys are taking registration for 2021 right now, correct? Yeah, we, we are. Um, we're, we're pretty much full for this year. We won't probably take too many more teams. Um, scheduling's already been started the process of scheduling. Um, you know, everything in the baseball world has to be done months and months in advance, even right. tournaments. So teams teams like to get their schedules done in January and February. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty much done. Um, you'll, you know, we might take a few teams here and there. So if you're a coach or, or you're a parent, um, you might want to go on their website uh, there's there's ways then to get a hold of the, of these guys and and take a look. Um, they they may have an opening or two, but you'd have to do it probably here in the next couple of days. And even then, it might not might not happen for you. But you can get more information WisconsinBaseballAssociation.com, WisconsinBaseballAssociation.com, and there's an email if you want to get a hold of Brad. Um, you email him, and and I know that's how I did it, and, and I didn't know that it was the same Brad Hennis that I had on, <laughs> you know, six months ago, so I just emailed him and said, hey, I have some interest talking youth baseball, do you, do you want to talk? And he sent me an email and a text back going, hey, of course, you know, I've, I've done your show, I know exactly what you need from me at this point. So this worked out extremely, uh, extremely well. Hey, um, talk a little bit about the cost for, for teams that, wanted, uh, that have joined and, and anybody that um, if if you did have an open spot, what's the cost to get involved with this? So the the cost is a, a, for registration is it's five hundred dollars a team um, to get in. Um, that's just to to do the behind the scenes, the website, the scheduling. Um, we provide baseballs for all the teams. Um, we provide them a meeting, uh, a post a pre and post season tournament. Um, so that'll all all be included in there five hundred dollars. But then um, as goes every other leagues in the state um, you, you have to pay for your own referees. So we, right. we are umpires. So we go out and get the umpires, um, but the teams then pay for them, the umpires as the year goes on. So there's a few more costs than just that. So, and what fields do you guys uh, utilize and, and how many fields do you have? 
So that's the unique part of our league compared to any other league in the state is that um, we also, I am the general manager over at uh, Infinity Fields, Five Diamonds in Waukesha. And so our that's the home base for probably 60 to 70% of the teams in our league. Um, we'll play out of there. There's uh, six diamonds out at that complex um, that will be used throughout Monday through Thursday. Uh, but then there's also the ability for teams to have their own home field. So there'll be teams from the Heartland or um, Kettle Moraine. They, they, they provide their own home field. So they go out and secure their own home field, and we just do the scheduling. Boy, what a, what a nice advantage, though, to have somebody. The scheduling side of it, Brad, as you know, because you've been around this as long oh, as yeah. I have. It's just the, the biggest pain in the backside. And if I could get somebody and if I could be a part of Wisconsin Baseball Association and have you guys help me with that or take yep. care of that, man, I, I would I would be in that, involved in that as, as quickly as you can ever imagine because that part of it is the part that just wanted me to get out of doing some of this. Yeah, it gets to be a bit much. <laughs> it, it really does. It definitely does. And I think that that's probably the hardest part. Um, when, when you talk about uh, the, the amount of teams that, that you have, what is the age group that, that you guys work with? So our league, um, when we started up, we were basically 10-year-olds uh, through 14-year-olds. Um, as the years have you know gone on here in year five, we're starting up here. Um, we now go from eight years old all the way up through high school 18-year-olds. So we'll go as young as eight and as high as high school age 18-year-olds. Boy, I like that because, you know what, kids get, I guess the, 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 the more chance a kid has to play baseball, um, the better. You know, we, yeah. we're, we're giving them something to, to try at, at that early age of eight and nine. And if they enjoy it and really like it, uh, then they, they have a place to, to be able to play all the way um, in and through high school if, if that's what they would like. Um, when you, We're going to talk to Max from Hitters. Talk a little bit about how some of these organizations, like hitters, when people think about hitters, you know, that's a, they're a standalone, right? And and you can go down there and work out with those guys, and, and they do a great job, obviously, because they've had some players, you know, A.J. Vukovic is the first one to come to mind. Right. He, he uh, you know, lived and died hitters, and that, that yeah. he, he credits those guys a lot. How do you work then um, with, with hitters? They utilize your service to get their kids games? Yeah, so I mean, they were one of the programs. Um, there's, there's probably, you know, there's, there's probably a, there's a good amount of academies around the state. Um, Hitters is the one that we work closely with. Uh, we also work closely with uh, Sticks Academy, uh, Milwaukee Angels, and they have the uh, the Halos Academy, uh, Prospect Trainers, the PTA. Um, we work with those guys a lot. Um, so we work with pretty much any of the academies, and that's kind of how the league started and formed. Was any of the what they call academies uh, is is what we we've kind of, they reached out to us like, Hey, you know, could you start a league up? Cause what they were trying to do is most of those teams would be weekend only teams. Um, but they weren't able to get a whole lot of work during the week because there was really nowhere for them to play. So they were, you know, they wanted us to say, they reached out and said, Hey, would you think about starting a league? So now these guys can get playing time during the week, uh, get some guys, some reps, and then, you know, they'll travel to all these tournaments throughout the state and, um, or even, you know, nationally, and they're prepared, a little better prepared for those tournaments now because they were able to get their kids ready against similar competition. Boy, I think that's that's really important. I, I, when when you guys put this together, the thought process then was 
like you said in the beginning, was to get those type of teams a chance to play during the week and not just wait for the weekends, correct? Right, yep. And 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 I think that... Go ahead. Yeah, as it grew then, um, you know, teams that there's... These local community teams still can put some really quality, some really good teams out, and they wanted to say, hey, you know what, we can compete with these guys, and so they they wanted to get in the league, and, and a lot of these teams are having very good success now, um, saying that, you know, we can we can still play with these these guys, these hitters, and these six teams, and and we can compete, and we can be just as competitive, and it gives them a lot of confidence and to move forward as well. Hey, when you talked about being the general manager for Infinity Fields, I you 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 wear a lot of hats, obviously. I wear a ton. <laughs> you, you wear a ton of hats, and I'm wondering that facility. How old that facility isn't that old, correct? Yeah, I think we're we're gonna go come up on year eight now at that yeah. facility. Boy, I'll tell you what, I remember when they were just trying to get, you know, that built in it. And it doesn't seem like that long ago. And it's a, no, it, it, you know, days go slow and years go fast, I guess, is, yep. is what I keep hearing. I think that that's probably correct. At Infinity Fields, um, you guys are able to then utilize those fields uh, specifically for, for Wisconsin Baseball Association or are those fields utilized uh, by other groups as well. Right. So we, we originally started out with um, the Waukesha Blazers uh, local organization yep. that kind of used us as their home base, um, as well as Catholic Memorial High School. And then as uh, as the year started going on a little bit more, um, uh, the Blazers kind of faded away. And so we were looking, and that's when the league started up, and we were looking for a way to fill that gap. And the league just worked out, you know, kind of perfect for us because now it's, it's strictly – uh, the WBA league that runs out of there, or else um, Catholic Moore High School still does run uh, their varsity and JV uh, programs for both uh, baseball and girls fast pitch as well. You know, Brad, I was on your website um, a bit this morning and, and some last night, and it's WisconsinBaseballAssociation.com. And when you click on um, schedules and standings, I, I read the, the, the whole part about when, when, when COVID hit, and, you know, when you talk to the coaches and say, look, like others in our industry are waiting for more guidance on how to best reopen and move forward. However, we're prepared to start up once again, um, May 26th. And then this whole part about phase one, phase two, phase three. I, I just thought, man, after I read that and I'm such a geek, Brad, that's the kind of stuff I read. I thought, <laughs> you know what? You guys did your work. You did your work. You're not just saying, look, we're going to figure this out on the fly and and hopefully everybody stays safe. I mean, the work that you guys did to put in phase one, two, and three last year, I think is going to, you'll keep this template now forever because if this ever happens again, you guys can go, hold on. You remember 2020? Pull out that file and this is how we handle it. And I'm sure in the middle of putting all that work in, you had to be shaking your head going, man, I didn't sign up for this. But now that it's done, you know, congratulations sure. on that. It added a, a lot more work to my schedule last year. <laughs> one, but you know, One more day, hat, uh, Brad. One more hat. Yeah, one more hat, yeah. Yeah, you're not home a whole lot, huh? No, my wife likes it that way. So. <laughs> she does. You know, she called and said, could you have Brad on more than just once? If you could have him on a few times. So that's why. No, she didn't call me. I'm just oh, I'm home a lot during the winter, and I, I kind of get in her way because she works from home. So. Yeah, 
Well, you know what? I, as I do. And now I'm working from home, too, so I may have to come stay at your house one of these days. We'll see. <laughs> there you go. Here's Brad Hennessy. He's the president of Wisconsin Baseball Association. Again, WisconsinBaseballAssociation.com is uh, where you need to go if you have any interest in finding out more about what this organization does. At 930, we're going to talk to Max. What is Max's last name, by the way? Widmer. Max Widmore from Hitters. We'll talk to him at 930. And then Joey Spence, who is a big-time high school baseball player, uh, committed to go to Notre Dame and play, but he's got a chance to, to maybe not do that. We'll, we'll talk to Joey about being part of Hitters. We'll be talk to Joey about being part of the Wisconsin Baseball Association. That's going to be at 945. This is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Hey, Brad, I, I had Mitch only pick summer songs for our bumper music right now, because, I, man, it's cold out there. Summer yeah. Breeze from Seals and Cross for you old people like me. You may uh, recognize that song. We were talking to Brad Hennessy. He is the president of Wisconsin Baseball Association. And WisconsinBaseballAssociation.com is where you can go to get more information on what they do, how they do it. Hey, Brad, do you, do you have guys from around the state um, contacting you saying, hey, look, I, I think, boy, we, we would sure like to get involved in something like this. How did you do it? How did it start? Because I would think that what you guys have, have identified to be able to help some guys like Max from Hitters that we're going to talk to at 930 would be pretty valuable, not only around the state, but, but maybe around the country for you know, some states that don't have something like this. Uh, we actually, yeah, we've had, and we've actually had programs from Madison and Appleton actually come down by us during the week to play because there is nothing like this um, in their area. Um, so they've, you know, they've tried to duplicate the same thing. There's not as many of those types of teams in those areas, so it makes it a little bit harder um, for them. So they've actually, they've actually traveled down by us, um, you know, every day during the week to come down and play because that's that's how much they wanted to be a part of it. Hey, Brett, how important is it for you that, that these leagues are competitive? Because I see that, you know, you expanded uh, your brand. You, you added a B level uh, or a minor league to fold into um, in, in 2021, so this upcoming year. So I, important for you, and, and I would think for the, the coaches and the people that are involved, that the, the, the leagues that, that they're getting into, they can be competitive in. Yeah, we always do check with teams that maybe we're not familiar with to let them know um, just what they're kind of stepping into, and if they feel that they're going to be able to compete at that level, then uh, you know it's a it's a we do have a process of um, it's it's an invite league kind. I mean, there's you can sign up, but there's a process before you get in to actually get into the league, and that'll be the, a little bit of vetting of um, you know just you know where you came from, you know how you did last year. Did you add any players? You know, here are the teams you're going to go against. Have you faced any of those teams? How did you do against them? Um, yes, to try to keep everything competitive. And also with adding what we call our minor division, um, just making sure everybody's placed in the correct competitive nature that they want to be in um, so that everybody's getting the experience that they were hoping for. And w- when does the season um, run? And, and hopefully we'll, 
will kick it off when, when you guys are hoping to kick it off. But what the season goes from when to when? So general season, we're hoping runs from April 1st um, to about July, last week in July. So like July, you know, 25th, 26th, right in that area. Okay. And, and is there a end of the year, any end of the year tournament? Is there anything like that that you guys offer? Yes, so um, we, we do offer an end-of-year tournament. Um, some of our teams choose not to participate because they have other stuff going on, but um, we do try to get as much participation in that end-of-year tournament as possible. And uh, we were not able to, to run that last year because of the COVID, and we ran so late into the year um, that we didn't have an end-of-season tournament. So uh, something that we're going to start this year, and hopefully that will continue going forward, is we're going to run a preseason tournament, um, kind of like a kickoff tournament to uh, oh, start cool. the year uh, a little, you know, not maybe so competitive, but more about, you know, getting out there and getting some reps and everything early on in the season. How many games do these, these teams play during the week then? So the goal is to only play one to two a week. Um, okay. That's the start of the goal. As of, as we go through with Wisconsin weather and we get rain or, or even snow in April, um, yeah. you know, that, that'll change and some will play upwards of three a week. But the goal is one to two a week. Which is perfect for these teams because they, they probably get want to get some practice in, in between, you know, right. get on the field and, 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 and play. Are they seven inning games or nine? So there's, there's all seven inning games and they all have about a two to two hour and 15 minute time limit. Which is, is perfect. So they're not giving up. It's not like, unless they have a bunch of, you know, dates where they get canceled. Um, but you're not looking at three, four nights a week for these parents you know, for right. the most part, you know, we're trying to avoid that as much as possible because a lot yeah. of these teams um, will be playing on weekends. So uh, they try to keep the week to just the one or two games. Yeah, I would think almost all of them are playing on the weekends. That they are. Uh, most yeah. of the teams, yeah, yeah that, that you're and, – and this gives the, the, the coach a chance to get some kids that maybe he wants to take a look at if, they, if they're, you know, going to try to put them on the mound so they can get a couple innings in here or there or they're going to move them from – you know, third base to center field. Let's see. Let's get a, let's get some innings in center field here and in these games to see if you're ready for the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Each coach will kind of approach it a little bit differently, but the majority of them will use it as okay. You know, I'm going to pitch a different kid every inning to try to get you know who, see who can do what, and then they go into the weekend. They know what they have. So, man, I would think that that as coaches, we'll talk to Max about it at 9:30. I would think there's so many different advantages of being a part of something like this, whether it's trying out some, some newer kids. Did, and that's a question. Did they have to uh, give you a roster um, before this thing starts and those are the only kids that can play? Or are they able to, to bring a kid in here or there to try uh, to see how they look? Uh, with, as far as rosters, we do ask for a roster at the beginning of the year, but we allow for changes to be made up until I believe it's almost June, mid-June. So they can make changes throughout the year. Yeah, I think that's really important because if they have, you know, a kid that gets hurt or a kid that moves mm-hmm. or a kid that, yeah. you know, doesn't feel like playing baseball anymore, that they can find another kid or two to be able to fill that in. And and I think that's, yeah, that's the way to go. I would think that the coaches, Brad, take this, all of them see this as a different opportunity for something, whether it's to, to just get their team that they have set to be able to get in, you know, seven or 14 innings during the week to get ready for the for the weekend. Or like you had talked about, they're going to pitch a different kid, you know, each inning just to get him a little work. Right. Yep. 
man, I love that. I think that's that's really uh, important. How um, are you surprised that at this point you have very limited space available for 2021? Uh, you know, it's gone up every year, so it's not really surprising at this point. Um, I expect it to probably go up next year again. We're <laughs> we are we are trying to limit it um, going forward because um, I, I'm not looking to be a a huge league that you know this is too much. Too late. I think one of the good things about our league is that the personal touches. I'm usually available for these teams if there's an issue or a problem. I can usually get it figured out within a day, and I'm I'm usually available for them right away. Where if we get too big, um, you know, that you're going to kind of lose some of that personal touch that you get with, with what we have going on now. How many teams do you have right now? Uh, we have, a, I think we have 155 teams. So that, hey, man, when you, you didn't think 155, that's a, that is a big, that's big. And I don't yeah, know so if it's from, huge. So from but... 30, 35 teams to 155 oh, in five years, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're expanding. <laughs> Hey, thank goodness you're the organized one because I w- I'm not sure, Brad, that I'd be very good at 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 doing what what you do. And and is that is 155 about where you're going to want to tap this thing off? Yeah, or? I don't think we're going to really look to go much bigger than where we're at now. Maybe maybe 20 more teams, but that would probably be what we're going to be capped at. Well, or you're going to have to hire some more people because uh, yeah. I've got a feeling yeah. that. Well, then I got to go to the bosses for that one. I don't know if they want to do that. Well, you know, you're the president, pal. You're the guy making that decision. So you go ahead yeah. and make it, and then you go tell the bosses the decision you made. That's the way that <laughs> there you works. Go. Yeah. WisconsinBaseballAssociation.com is the website. You can kind of take a look at what their mission statement is. You can take a look at some of the rules and registration. And, again, they, they have very little space left. But you know what? If there is a, a team that still has interest um, you can send an email out and the email address uh, WBA League at Outlook.com. WBA League at Outlook.com. And Brad will get back to you pretty quickly uh, with uh, being able to answer any of the questions uh, that you have. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to Max. And, and Max is over at Hitters. Max Widmer, he's youth coordinator of Hitters Baseball Academy. And we'll talk to Max on the other side of the break about what Wisconsin Baseball Association, how that's helped him and some of the things that they're trying to accomplish at Hitters. This is the U Sports Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Here it is. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Playing summertime music, but talking Wisconsin baseball, but it is cold out, man. I'll tell you that. Special guest Brad Hennis, he's the president of the Wisconsin Baseball Association. We're now joined by Max Widmer. Max is the youth coordinator down at Hitters, and uh, he's uh, Hitters Baseball Academy down in Racine. He's been there since he was 16 years old, and uh, he certainly is uh, is part of the club that I am, which is I'll kick his coverage. I'm on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Max Widmer, how you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for uh, for joining us. Let's talk a little bit about the association that Hitters has with the Wisconsin Baseball Association. Boy, they, they do a nice job of getting you guys games and setting schedules and, and doing some of the things that man, I, I personally, Max, would hate having to find games and, and, and do scheduling and all of that. 
this is a, a pretty nice advantage for you guys to get some games in during the week. Yeah, Brad has been unbelievable over the last few years. I've been uh, youth coordinator. Uh, he's kept us going, you know, scheduling purposes. You know, he makes my life way easier. You know, I got to take care of our teams from U10 all the way to U14. That's what we call our youth team. So he takes care of us, you know, whatever scheduling purposes we need. He, he accommodates to us. Um, he's been really well getting fields, you know, and making sure that he's got the best teams in the state in his league. So everything's been really well with the association. You know, glad to be a part of it. And, you know, look forward to many years moving in the future. Hey, Max, can we talk about your background? You've been a part of Hitter since you were 16 years old, and, and you were co- where did you play college baseball, at Parkside? Uh, so I ended up going to junior college for my first two years. I ended up at Parkland College, which is in Champaign, Illinois, right by the University of Illinois. Yep. Then I decided uh, with baseball um, rated things, I wanted to move on and go somewhere else just with the situation that was in my first school. So I ended up at Iowa Central, which is another junior college, uh, is in Fort Dodge, Iowa. And then I got hurt my sophomore year. Uh, didn't know if I was going to be able to play college baseball anymore after that. Uh, tore my right labrum slide in the second base, and I ended up at Parkside after that. So I got two more years in and then graduated with my sport management degree and ended up right back where I've been my entire life, basically. So can't complain. It's a good life. Yeah, no doubt. Where would you go to high school? Uh, I went to Racine Park. Man, that's good for you. You know, a boy can't come home. You know, that's, I think, it, it, important. You played in the Northwoods League as, as well. What was that experience like for you? Uh, for me, being a guy who played in the smaller, you know, atmospheres at the college level um, for his school, you know, Northwoods was everything and more I could ever ask for. Uh, my first two summers, I played up in Wisconsin Rapids Rafters um, in the central location of Wisconsin. Played up there under Craig Noto. Uh, the second year, we won the championship, so I got to experience the whole, you know, the whole full circle of what the Northwoods is all about. Um, got to understand how to live with the host family, how to take care of myself, you know, at a young age and play, you know, with some of the best town around in the country. So it was everything I could ask for and more. Uh, the third year I ended up with Kenosha Kingfish. So I got to be the local boy for a little bit for a few months and then I got hurt again. So that was done for that summer. And I ended up actually playing for two weeks with the rivets, just pitcher only. Sure. Um, I did, both throughout college, I played first and pitch, so I got to have that experience as well. So I got to travel and do a bunch throughout the Northwoods. You know, you can't complain. It was, you know, the best thing I could ever ask for. It was fun. Hey, a friend of mine, and, and we used to work together with the Milwaukee Mustangs. He's a general manager now with the Kingfish, and, and uh, Doug Gold does a great job. And he, he was telling me that um, it, it it's a really cool, and I've not been to a game. I'm going to get to a game when, when uh, they get it going again. Um, he said it's a really great uh, environment and it's really fun to to play and people come out and it's just kind of like, you know, it's pretty inexpensive to go out and watch really good baseball. Did you enjoy um, playing for them? Yeah, I loved everything about playing for the Kingfish. I thought uh, the atmosphere was like no other. Uh, most places that we played, you know, throughout the Northwoods, uh, that's what Northwoods is about. It's about the fan experience. It's about giving the fans what they want, you know, um, at an inexpensive rate, you know, major league baseball games, you know, sometimes can go pricey, you know, brewers nice enough where we can get cheap, you know, cheaper rates than, you know, other clubs throughout the country. But, uh, the Northwoods is, you know, there's nothing you can beat, you know, future prospects, you know, future, you know, guys at big division one schools, you know, you can't ask for anything more, you know, the guys who play in the Northwoods too, you know, it's a huge thing, you know, they're all about family and all about, you know, playing for the fans and making sure that, you know, they give what the fans want every night and, the experience like, is no other in Kenosha. I thought that was the best thing about what they have there. 
We're talking now with Max Widmer. He is the youth coordinator for hitters. Um, and, and we're talking also with Brad Hennis, who's the president of the Wisconsin Baseball Association. If you heard Max talk early on, what a great job Brad as the president of the WBA does um, and, and takes a lot off, off uh, you know, Max's plate. He's a busy young man that has a lot going on. And for him to be able to get his teams some games that, that Brad sets up, um, is, is just a really, uh, what a perfect uh, marriage between uh, an organization like Hitters. That, that Look, R.J. Ferguson, when you talk to youth baseball guys, you know, Hitters is the guy, Max, so you know, you know, a lot of people take shots at Hitters because yep. you guys are, you know, they, they always <laughs> want to take on shots on the guys, you know, who are, who are doing it the best. And, you know, R.J. is, I had him in studio a couple of years ago, and RJ isn't a guy that, you know, he's not going to tell jokes and goof around, but he's going to let you know how he feels. And right. I mean, that's kind of who yeah. he is. Yeah, that's how he is. That's how he's been my whole life. I started here when I was 12, even though we didn't have youth teams at the time. And, you know, I was just starting to get to know him, you know, on the first day I ever met him, he was all, he was all over my butt to make sure, you know, I was doing something <laughs> correct and correct with my head in, you know, from right from day one, didn't know anything about him and no idea who he was, you know, just starting to get to know him just cause I was a scene kid. And they had the facility, so, you know, I went over there, and the first thing he did after a few swings was start getting right in my butt, you know. So <laughs> the last 12, 13 years of knowing him, you know, that's all, that's all he's about, making sure everybody gets better and, you know, improvements, you know, that's what we're hey, all about. So he, that's the guy he is. Hey, Brad, I heard you giggling back there. <laughs> <laughs> he, yep. Hey, I'll tell you, I just heard a story like two weeks ago, boys, about RJ, and this guy said, look, I brought uh, – my son was was at a camp and and um, about ten minutes in, he came out and there was moms sitting there and and RJ did not hold back, you know he he came out Never. and this is what he said and and um, there was two moms going look I don't I can't believe he's using that kind of language or he's kind of yelling at my kid he's only known him ten minutes, and another mom said look this is my third son that's gone through it that's who he is. And you better have thicker skin than you have right now, or you're not going to make it through this. But he has so much love for our kids, and so this guy was standing next to this other, this other mom who, this is her third son going through it, and she just said, "Look, if if this isn't for you, then you you might want to go now because he's not changing." He's not going to change because this is what he does and and uh, how he does it, and we've had so much success with him with our first two that that we're staying because we understand that he has our kids' best heart and best uh, certainly best ability at heart trying to get the best out of them. Um, Max, when when uh, when you were younger and and he was he was uh, getting on you a little bit, you had to grow thick skin to be able to take take uh, take that, correct? Yeah, so you know, here at hitters especially, and Brad probably knows this pretty well or too well. Is I'm probably the most patient guy we have here. Uh, I've had patience my whole entire life, you know, so, you know, out of all the guys that are here, um, I have patience like no other. I, I loved everything about it, you know, cause I knew that if he was yelling at me or if he was yelling at anybody else's, that's what he, that's, that was his form and way of speaking to you to understand that he really enjoys what you do and he knows how good you could possibly be in the future. And that's why he wants to get you better, you know, cause if he, if he doesn't say anything to you, you know, that could mean something in a different way, you know, bad or good, you know, he yep. might not be, you know wanting to put it to work in like he would with any other buddy if he's yelling at you. So no, he, he will, he'll let you know, 
whether it's good or bad, you know, he'll always have the way he is, and that's never going to change. Hey, Max, I coached basketball for 36 years, and when I had kids say, why do you yell at me so much? I said, I wouldn't worry about that. I'd, I'd worry when I stop yelling at you. Because yep. you know what? That means you've given up, and then I'm going to give up as well, and, and I'll move on to a kid that cares. And Hey, I'm on your LinkedIn page. Are you, are you married or are you single? Uh, uh, engaged as of right now. So getting married next New Year's Eve. So hopefully with COVID and everything going on, we're going to have a, hopefully a big party at our wedding. So, yep, next, next New Year's Eve is when I'll be married, officially well, locked you, in for life. You understand when I said that you all kicked your coverage, you know what that means, young man, right? Yes. Okay. You know what? Get that. Hey, man, I'm just, look, I, I, I don't know you from Adam, but I'm seeing the picture on LinkedIn. What is her name, by the way? Uh, her name is Holly. I call her Holly May. Holly May. Holly May. Yeah. You got a good man, but I'm telling you, Max, welcome to that I'll kick your coverage uh, club because I know Brad's in it, and I'm like the president, so th- that's uh, – that's awesome. He's the youth coordinator of Hitters Baseball Academy. And uh, Max Widmer has nothing but good things to say about Brad and the job that Wisconsin Baseball Association does and how much they take off his plate. Hey, Max, I'm going to reach out to you again. And what you and I will do a full um, we'll do a full show on some of the things that you guys do down at uh, Hitters Baseball Academy uh, for, for youth sports. OK. All right, definitely, for sure. And I'd appreciate that. Again, he's Max Widmer from Hitters. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Joey Spence. Hey, Max, by the way, how well do you know Joey Spence? Oh, we lost Max. We will, uh, I know Joey's part. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, we're going to have Joey Spence on uh, next. How how well do you know him? Uh, I actually do not know him. Well, he's a hitter, so you might want to listen because this kid's got a chance. He, he signed at Notre Dame, but I'm not, I wouldn't bet on him going there. I don't know. Well, we'll see. It might be an A.J. Vukovic thing all over again where he, uh, he ends up not taking that college scholarship. And we'll talk to Joey about being part of hitters and some of the things that, again, that Wisconsin Baseball Association does for organizations like hitters. Hey, Max, thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. This is the U Sports Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show. Brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan. Just playing nothing but summer kind of music. Thank you for that, Mitch. It's not getting me any warmer, but it makes me feel better. We're talking Wisconsin Baseball Association with the president of the WBA, he's Brad Hennis. Now joined by Joey Spence. Joey, West Bend East kid, and uh, he's a Notre Dame commit. Um, hey, Joey, are, do you uh, play for Sticks or play for Hitters? Uh, I grew up playing for Sticks Academy. Okay. Um, I'll be playing okay. some tournaments uh, in the spring this year with Hitters, though. Man, good for you. Let's talk a little bit about uh, growing up. I know that youth baseball in West Bend is is an awfully big deal. And uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of a baseball Absolutely. community. Are you a multi-sport athlete, by the way? Growing up, I was, yes. Once uh, once I got into high school, I kind of singled out to baseball. I wanted to, wanted to give baseball my all and give it my full attention and focus. Man, so uh, you can follow him on Twitter, Joey underscore Spence underscore the number two. And... Uh, I loved uh, I loved looking a little bit on, on your Twitter where you said even legends can lose and I'm still with you. 
You know, oh, yeah. that that, that yep. boy, yeah, that boy from Ireland can fight a little bit. And uh, oh, yeah. know, the last last name is McGivern over here, so I wasn't happy <laughs> that he got beat. But man, he uh, he is a showing in, in in himself just listening to to him talk. Hey, so uh, your your um, commitment to Notre Dame. Can you talk a little bit about um, the recruiting process and why Notre Dame for you? Yeah, for me, the recruiting process, I, I feel like it went pretty smooth. Um, I went down to a lot of camps. I had a lot of teams that see me playing tournaments um, all over the Midwest when I was growing up. But for me, Notre Dame, I just wanted to make sure that um, if, God forbid, something happened with baseball where I wasn't able to play, that I'd be covered in the classroom. And I think uh, Notre Dame is kind of that opportunity where you get you know, a rare chance to get a, a degree from such a prestigious school. Um, I think people – kind of overlook, you know, what that means for Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, I, you know, if 100%. you get a degree from Notre Dame, you can you can basically get any job you want. Yeah, 100%. So they've got you listed as a, as a catcher and a third baseman. But a lot of uh, the, the video that I've watched, uh, yeah, you like being behind the dish, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love it there. Um, I feel like that's where I get the most action. You know, I'm part of every play. I've got a brother, you'll laugh at this, I have a brother that is, I don't know, 66, 67 years old, and he's still catching, I don't know, three, four games a week down in Florida. And yeah. when he comes, That's hey, crazy. Joey, when he comes up here to visit, he calls like, you know, some of these leagues for older guys up here, and he goes, yeah. hey, I'm, you know what, if you need somebody to catch, last summer he came up, or the summer before he came up, before COVID, and he caught like uh, he caught like 13 out of 14 innings, and I oh, said, yeah. "Can I you have... still can you throw these guys out?" He goes, "Yeah, I can one hop it and get these guys." Oh yeah, I, one of my coaches uh, at Sticks, Bart Nowicki, he's always in there catching the pro guys at Sticks when they're back home, and he's like 50 something years old. I'm like, man, you're crazy. <laughs> this I'm telling you, and my brother just continues to play. He plays in like 45 and older. 55 and 65 the 65 and older he's like you know the spring chicken so they're calling oh, him yeah. to take him they want him to go to arizona to to catch in certain tournaments and stuff and wow. so there's not a lot of them out his knees have held up really well hey when when you get a chance to play obviously with sticks and you're going to play a little bit with hitters and you have a, a something like wisconsin baseball association and you're just a player so you don't mm -hmm. understand i don't think yet on how much goes in to the scheduling and finding teams and finding uh, facilities to play and have all that taken care of. But boy, you know, Brad Henderson, the people at Wisconsin Baseball Association put on a really good uh, deal for people like sticks and people like hitters. So they don't have to spend a ton of time trying to find other teams. They get a schedule, right. they go out and play. That's gotta be nice for somebody like you to be able to get a couple of games in during the week and then go play yep. in the big tournaments in the weekend. Absolutely. That uh, that sticks hitters rivalry has been going on for a long, long time. But I, I think it's I think it should stay that way for a long time. Yeah, I I agree. Hey, I did a um, I, I used to do a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and we were out in West Bend, and I did mine. I do a one minute sports segment. I did it on that facility for youth baseball, and they kept saying, "Look, you got to talk about the food that we have at this concession stand." And I thought, come on, I've been to a million concession stands in my life. They were right. That was a that was something a little different there in West Bend. Yeah. Yep. 
Man, the food yeah. was good. It was really good. Hey, I'm watching you. Uh, I'm watching you go deep on a couple of these uh, on these videos, man. You can hit the ball pretty well. Have you always been uh, been a kid that can can uh, can hit the ball well? And do you do you hit fastballs better than breaking stuff, or are you a better breaking ball hitter? Yeah, I've always been uh, more gifted with my bat than anything else in the game. But you know, I just I kind of have this this approach to the game where if, if I guess the pitch and I guess it right. The pitcher makes a mistake. I know I can, I can do some damage with it. Um, if it's a fastball or any type of off-speed pitch, if I guess it right and it's there, I know I can put it over the fence. How uh, different feeling? You know, you get when when you hit it and it's going out. You you know you got it right. Um, do you know it's what I'm saying? Kind of weird. There there are sometimes where, you know, I'll get it like just off the end of the bat or just just off the inside of the barrel and. You know, it'll just keep going, and it all depends on you know what kind of balls they're using, you know how far the fences are, what 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 kind of air you're in. But there are some times where when I get a ball, um, I know it's going, and I try and make it look good. Hey, my favorite um, on this the uh, one that I'm watching off your Twitter page is watching the pitcher. You hit it; he takes two steps to first base, like he might have to cover first. And he just kind of puts his head down and walks walks back to the mound and and you know that yeah that that made me laugh a little bit. Hey Brad, you love seeing guys. Hey Brad, you love seeing guys like uh, like Joey Spence being able to play in some of the things that you do with Wisconsin Baseball Association. And and look, he's a special kid. But you guys have special baseball players and good baseball players. You know, pretty much all week playing in some of the things that that Wisconsin Baseball Association does, correct? Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, there's a lot of talent, uh, and Wisconsin's starting to get known for it now, and I think, you know, all these academies and indoor facilities and, you know, us as a league are really helping to promote these Wisconsin kids a lot more than ever before because, obviously, our weather hinders some of these kids, but um, there's a lot of really good talent here, and they're starting to be shown no doubt. Hey, Joey, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. We wish you luck. Um, certainly, I, I would I would assume that your goal is to to, to play, you know, professional baseball. And, and if that's what your goal is, we wish you luck for that. I know West Bend is awfully proud thank of you. you. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having yeah, me you, on. Yeah, you bet. Again, that's Joey Spence. He's a Notre Dame commit. And Brad Hennis, president of Wisconsin Baseball Association. Brad, thanks a lot for for an hour of your time. I really appreciate it. I know how busy you are. Anytime, Mike. You got it. Brad Hennis again, WisconsinBaseballAssociation.com. This is the U Sports Show on 1250 AM, The Fan.